0: Hey there, Buffalo Bills fans. Welcome back to Believe, a Buffalo Bills fan podcast here on buffalorumblings.com and everywhere you go to get your fine Bills-related podcasts. My name is John Boccasino, the longtime voice of Believe, welcoming you to this week's program where once again, I will be flying solo, giving my ginger colleague, Jamie D'Amico, another week off to enjoy his summer vacation, but rest easy fans. We will be back with both of us here in the air chairs next weekend. And next weekend really marks a milestone for bills fans starting on the 26th. Finally, we will have the start of football activities. I know there are organized team activities and rookie mini camp and mandatory mini camp and all that, but nothing says the football season is close nearby besides having training camp getting started at St. John Fisher University. Camp actually kicks off on July 26th, uh, which is next Wednesday. I will be going to the Friday practice at Fisher at 9.45 in the morning. Looking forward to seeing the boys up close and personal this year as the Bills start off their uh, revenge tour, if you will. I really feel like This team is going to be revenge-oriented in 2023 with the way that the season ended, the disappointing loss to the Cincinnati Bengals, and then all the national disrespect. And look, I'm not one to sit around and take stock of who said what amongst the national media, but it is ludicrous if you ask me that all of the get-up personalities on ESPN picked either the dolphins or the jets to win the division. A lot of talking head experts of the NFL around the country are picking teams other than the bills to win the AFC East this year and let them sleep on Buffalo. Honestly, I'm looking forward to this team kind of flying under the radar a little bit. The jets have the bullseye on their back. The dolphins have the target on their back. Let the people doubt what the Bills can do this year, and they're going to surprise and surpass expectations. And we, of course, have already given you our week by week predictions for how the team was going to fare. I told you 12 and 5, winning the AFC East. Jamie had them at 11 and 6 and winning a wild card spot. But I really feel like this Bills team will benefit from not being the preseason Las Vegas Super Bowl favorites. I think there's a lot to be said for flying under the radar screen. But that is not the topic of this week's episode of Believe. This week on Believe, what I wanted to do was talk about another one of those key training camp positional battles that I think is going to play a big impact on how Buffalo season goes in 2023. And this week on Believe, we are going to be talking about James Cook. We are going to be talking about the four-headed a uh, talented room in the running back position for Buffalo, and we are going to be breaking down the backs to see who's going to contribute and why. I expect big things for second-year pro James Cook this year on Buffalo's offense. Now, let's give credit where credits due, uh, especially to General Manager Brandon Bean and Head Coach Sean McDermott. The Bills have made it known that they need to and want to get better at running the football. And the Bills have invested resources into the running back position over the last year plus. Think back to last year's draft. The Bills take James Cook in the second round. Then right before the trade deadline, they acquire Naheem Hines, who is a dynamic pass catcher and has good skills in the return game. They steal him from the Indianapolis Colts around the trade deadline. Then this offseason, the Bills signed two veteran free agents to one-year deals, bruising back Damian Harris, and equally physically imposing back Latavius Murray came to Buffalo on one year contracts, one earlier in free agency, which was Damian Harris and one later in free agency, actually the beginning of may when Murray inked his deal, the goal of all of these moves and the goal of the off season philosophy that Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean have preached is making sure that the ball doesn't need to always be in Josh Allen's hands to lead to explosive plays. And explosive runs, when it comes to that stat, that's considered a gain of at least 12-plus yards. Well, last year, Josh Allen led the team in explosive runs with 19. He accounted for 34% of Buffalo's total rushing yards last year, with Josh running for 762 of Buffalo's 2,232 yards on the gain. Again, 34% of Buffalo's rushing attack coming from its quarterback, is not ideal only chicago's justin fields had a higher percentage of his team's running yards justin fields had nearly 38 of the bears productivity on the ground so on this week's bill eve we want to take a look at the state of the backfield why i think james cook is in for big things this year and we're going to break down a little bit the role that each of buffalo's four talented backs will play on offense last year We all know that Josh Allen bore a larger than desired uh, burden and responsibility on offense. And when you look at the rushing attempts, the bills had last year as a team, the bills only ran the ball 430 times. Now there were seven playoff teams that were lower on the uh, rushing attempts uh, leaderboard, including the two uh, AFC rivals, the chiefs and the Bengals. But the difference in that stat is most of those teams had their tailbacks like Joe Mixon, Isaiah Pacheco and company with the Chiefs and Bengals, respectively, toting the rock. The Bills had Josh Allen running the ball almost 29% of the time, which is significantly more than both Joe Burrow at 19% and Patrick Mahomes at 14.6%. So all the moves during the offseason are viewed under the lens of the Bills trying to make it known they don't want their superstar quarterback having to physically and literally carry the ground game. For this team to be successful, in my opinion, James Cook needs to build on the successful second half of his rookie season and take a big step forward. While Damian Harris, who I really like coming over from Foxborough, needs to find that uh, healthy uh, tendencies again because he's missed 15 games over the last three seasons. But when Harris is healthy, he's a great complementary back, in my opinion, to what James Cook brings to the table. And the best way for Buffalo to take the pressure off of Josh Allen and to maximize his abilities is to make sure he's not taking unnecessary or undue hits or risks of injury while he's using his big frame to pile drive and rush through tacklers and see of bodies while he's trying to go for a converting a third down run, or he's taken a design quarterback keeper or he's doing a quarterback sneak at the goal line. Josh Allen puts his body on the line too much in my opinion the bills have the backs to take the pressure off of him so let's talk about some of buffalo's strengths in the backfield and again for you listening who have not been paying close attention to the backfield scene james cook is expected to be the one back the lead back Damien harris would be your 1a if you will and then there's competition between naheem hines who brings a ton on special teams latavius murray who is kind of like Rasputin and finds his way to be a quality running back year in and year out. You've got Jordan Mims, an undrafted rookie free agent, and you've got veteran fullback Reggie Gilliam, who played a large role in Buffalo's run game, getting better and better last year. He is actually a pivotal linchpin, if you ask me, on offense, and I think he will find a way to be on the roster in 2023. When you look at what James Cook did last year, he only rushed for 507 yards and two touchdowns. But it's the productivity, what he did when he ran the ball. He averaged 5.7 yards per carry, which would have led all running backs in the NFL who qualified with enough carries. 5.7 yards is absolutely ridiculous. It goes to show the home run threat that Cook brings to the table. And besides the skills and the explosive speed, Cook is confident. He knows he's going to be the bell cow back on offense you know he was quoted uh during an appearance on the rich eisen show when he said that he was obviously running back one for the bills team and who could blame him for feeling that way devin singletary the incumbent starter the last couple of years signed a deal with the houston texans in free agency so this is all about james cook and cook's backfield and you might say well how can you feel so confident that cook is going to carry over and be the number one back look at the faith the bills had in james cook Last year, Devin Singletary was the incumbent and he played at least 70% of the snaps on offense eight times last year, and he got more of the snaps during the critical two playoff games. But as the year went on, Cook was the one whose number was getting called more often than not. Cook got at least 20 snaps. In the last seven games including both playoff games and again he proved himself to be a very talented rusher with more than 5.7 yards per carry and an adept pass catcher as well with 21 receptions uh, out of the backfield so james cook knows what he needs to do the difference for bills fans is expectations for how productive he's going to be and what the philosophy is in buffalo towards its running backs James Cook is going to be the lead back in my opinion, but don't expect him to get a thousand rushing yards on the ground because that's not how Sean McDermott's offenses operate. Since Sean came to Buffalo in 2017, the number one backfield situation has not gotten anywhere more the average carries for the lead back between 2017 and 2022. Only once has the lead back gone over 12 carries per game. That was the first year for McDermott in Buffalo when veteran LaShawn McCoy ran the ball 287 times during a full season that comes out to 18 carries per game. Other than that year, every other bills lead back has averaged between 9.8 and 11.5 carries per game McCoy being the outlier. So when you think about this, Last year, Cook got about 5.6 carries per game. I think it's realistic to expect that figure to double. Maybe he gets to 13 or 14 carries a game, but this is not going to be a situation where James Cook is going to run the ball 20-plus times a game as the lead back, no matter how much Buffalo talks about wanting to reduce the hits that Josh Allen is taking at quarterback. So I think James Cook is definitely going to have a nice breakthrough season uh, as running back. He's going to build upon that 507 rushing yard total and the 21 carries from last year. I think if you give James Cook 15 carries per game, which again is probably being at the high end of the average, but let's go high. Let's say 15 carries. Let's say he matches that 5.7 yards per carry. That's calling for 85 and a half rushing yards. Per game, you extrapolate that over a 17-game season; those numbers are pretty gaudy. James Cook would have 1,453 rushing yards. I don't think he's going to get that high uh, of a total for the Buffalo Bills, but if he could approach, he could easily approach a thousand yards. Um, As a running back this year, given his explosiveness, given his speed and his cutback abilities, I am stoked. In fact, if you ask me who my one X factor, my one breakout player on offense is going to be for the Bills offense this year, James Cook is my guy. I am stoked to see what he can do as a running back. And I'm even more excited his abilities out of the backfield. He only had 21 catches for 180 yards last year on 32 targets. What was he known for coming out of college, coming out of Georgia, being one of the best and top pass catching backs in last year's draft class? You are going to see where James Cook make a difference this year. Maybe he doesn't get to the 15 carries a game. He's going to get more targets. Let's say he gets around 60 targets in the passing game, which again is double what he had last year. Let's say he gets 10 to 12 carries per game. James Cook is going to sail over 1,000 total all-purpose yards on offense in his first season. In fact, if I could be so bold, I feel that he is going to rush for 800 yards. He's going to catch 400 yards out of the backfield. That's right, 1,200 all-purpose yards. Why do I feel so strongly about James Cook? fulfilling his potential and becoming the top back. I'm going to go to a quote from Sean McDermott that he said during the off season, pay attention to this quote here when he's talking about expectations for cook, James has to prove it. And he's well aware of that. McDermott said before he adding that he believes cook is up to that challenge. What McDermott did is rare for him. He's issuing a public challenge for James cook That seems to be a strategic move by the coach to motivate him and get him to find that extra gear, that extra incentive to reach the high heights that the Bills expected when they drafted him in the second round. When you look at the past experiences with Sean McDermott, he's issued similar challenges to younger players during his time in Buffalo. Two names that pop out are Deion Dawkins and Shaq Lawson. With Cook getting that McDermott-style call-out, that means to me, the coach knows that Cook is capable of producing up to his talent level and reaching a higher playing level. And really, I think he's looking to see how Cook responds to that public challenge. All the skills are there for Cook to be a home run pass catching back this year. And you combine that with a speed factor that Buffalo has not seen Uh, Since McDermott came to Buffalo in 2017, it's there for a breakthrough season for James Cook. I love how he's able to read between the tackles to create a couple of extra yards where there might not seem to be any, but also in being a consistent at reading the holes. He is somebody who is really proficient at seeing where he needs to go and hitting it and attacking it. The one area that could hold them back is ball security. But other than an early season fumble last year, I thought Cook did a much better job at securing the rock and making sure he did not put it on the turf or on the grass in pivotal situations. Cook is more of the home run threat, whereas Damian Harris is going to be the physical bruising back, that complement, that short yardage back. Who's able to convert the third and ones where Buffalo really struggled in last year? Outside of Josh Allen trying to convert third and ones or third and twos, this was a team that struggled mightily moving the chains, running the ball in short yardage situations. Enter Damian Harris, who, if you forget two years ago, rushed for 13 touchdowns tied for the league lead with the New England Patriots. And he always seems to play really well against the Buffalo Bills. I love this one-two pairing of Cook reaching his potential for the backfield, again, getting 1,200 all-purpose yards, which, by the way, if Cook lives up to his billing, Talk about taking the pressure off of this offense. It will no longer be a one-dimensional Josh Allen-fueled offense. It'll have that balance that is so critical and so crucial for a team looking to win that first Super Bowl being able to control the clock with the ground game. And I'm not just talking about pounding it up the tackles. I'm talking about pass catching out of the backfield, short passes that keep the clock moving, convert third downs into first downs, and have long, time-consuming drives that lead to points. That's really how you want to win and control the time of possession. I think James Cook is set up very well to be that one running back, the bell cow back. But who is going to be his 1A? I think Damian Harris is really that answer. He's the bruising back. He's a type of running back the Bills did not have on their roster last year. And it's somebody who really brings a ton of veteran experience and a ton of conversions in those short yardage situations, which I mentioned earlier was a shortcoming of Buffalo's offense the last couple of years. Damian Harris lines up perfectly to be that short yardage, complimentary back, for James Cook in this Bills offense. Um, when you look at what he did again two years ago, Damian Harris was an incredible running back with the Patriots. He ran for almost a thousand yards. He led the league with 15 touchdowns, but he lost his starting role because of both injuries and the fact that he was one dimensional. He's not a great pass catcher. Well, with the fact that you've got James Cook excelling in that pass-catching situation, Damien Harris is that perfect complement, that guy who can be the bruising back, who can break off long, punishing runs and wear down the opposing defense. You are going to see Damien Harris really revive his career, I feel like, in Western New York after a down year last year. He's going to take a bigger role on the offense as the 1A running back. I love The balance, I love the fact that Harris gives Buffalo, again, that physical back they've been lacking for some time since Frank Gore really was in Buffalo. When it looks at the rest of the running back competition, I like the Bills signing of Latavius Murray. I, I think he still has something left in the tank. Last year, he didn't get to go to a training camp with a team because he was signed to a practice squad in September After the year started, he still managed to rush for 700 yards and five touchdowns in 12 games. Latavius Murray is not making a lot of money. He's had a productive career in the NFL. I think you could see the Bills keeping three running backs. I don't think they're going to keep all four. So what does it come down to? If you got Harris locked in and Cook lined in, Murray is going to be competing with Naheem Hines for that third running back role. And as much as I like the veteran Latavius Murray, he's a Syracuse native, he's a really uh, talented running back who can produce when called upon. He doesn't have the versatility, both as a pass catcher out of the backfield and on special teams that Naheem Hines does. That's why, if you ask me, the Bills are going to keep three running backs this year James Cook, Damian Harris, and Naheem Hines. And I think a lot of Bills fans. Are curious what the plan is going to be for Hines because after the Bills got him at the trade deadline, they really struggled to figure out a role for him, at least initially. He wasn't getting any more than a few snaps here or there. But when you look at it, what he's able to produce as a pass catcher historically and as a valuable returner, I think Naheem Hines is the guy who's going to be on this roster despite the possible savings. I thought I read somewhere the Bills could save up to $2 million. Um, In cap space, if they release Hines, I think he's too valuable. I think he's too valuable in the return game on special teams. And as someone who's a great pass catcher out of the backfield, the bills need to find a way to tap into the receiving threat that Naheem Hines represents. If they can do that, his place is way more secure on this roster than a Latavius Murray. And plus, when you look at this, Naheem Hines is just because James cook is your number one running back don't for a second think that Naheem Hines' role should be diminished on this offense because his skill set, Naheem Hines's, is vastly different than what Devin Singletary brought to the offense. So again, when you're thinking about Ken Dorsey putting these pieces of the puzzle into place, you want complementary with Naheem Hines being a great receiver, with Cook being both a good runner between the tackles and having that explosive home run threat and a decent receiver and Damian Harris being a power back. That's the perfect combination for me in the backfield of how Buffalo will operate by carrying those three running backs. They will say goodbye to Latavius Murray. And I know a lot of people are make, are curious about Jordan Mims, uh, the, the undrafted rookie. The Bills have this uh, fixation with finding these developmental running backs and then trying to stash them on their practice squad. It happened with Raheem Blackshear in 2022. There's always been a history with the Bills Finding these developmental running backs and trying to stash them on the practice squad. Mims could be that guy. He's got a great amount of experience running in a zone system and a zone scheme, which the Bills translate into. They operate with a very zone heavy running scheme. He's an older rookie at 24 years old, but you know the ball security is good. He did not fumble once over his last four college seasons. And he's also a pretty solid receiver out of the backfield as well. So I think you'll see Jordan Mims get signed to the practice squad while Cook, Harris, and Hines are your running backs. And Reggie Gilliam makes a team as a fullback who, again, is a valued member of the blocking schemes here in the Buffalo backfield. Those are my thoughts on how Buffalo's backfield situation is going to shake out in 2023 and why I think James Cook is poised for a breakthrough sophomore season in Buffalo. What are your thoughts on Buffalo's backfield? Please get involved with Believe and myself on social media. You can follow me at John Boccasino. That's B-O-C C-A-C-I-N-O. You can also follow, of course, at Buff Rumblings for all your great rumblings news. You can, of course, follow my colleague Jamie D'Amico at the Jamie D'Amico. During his one-week absence, we look forward to welcoming Jamie back next week as we get you ready. Training camp is officially here. Hallelujah. Praise the football gods. Can't wait to talk more Buffalo Bills football with you, Bills Mafia, next week on Bill Eve, a Buffalo Bills fan podcast.